you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Thursday, September 14th, and you are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us this Thursday morning, this game day morning. Tonight's Thursday night football contest sees the Minnesota Vikings visit the Philadelphia Eagles. Kickoff 8.15 Eastern Standard Time on Prime Video. Some of you still know it as Amazon Prime Video. I think they're interchangeable. What did the Vikings do in week one? Well, the defending NFC North champions lost at home to Baker Mayfield and the Bucks, 20-17. to 17. A result very few of us saw coming. Now, if you're one of those who swear you did see this coming, do us a favor. Don't keep it to yourself next time. As for the Eagles, the defending NFC East champion, the defending NFC champion, they were up big early on the Patriots in Foxborough and held on to win that 125-20. On today's show, we will hear Michael Robinson's pick for why the Eagles will win tonight at home, why a rookie is the man to watch on that Eagles D, and why the Eagles are still the team to beat in the entire NFC. Sorry, Niners, apparently you're still second best, and you may not want to hear that, but you will want to hear why. In a moment, Michael will be joined by Mikey M. and David Carr, who will take a last look back at week one, giving flowers to a few guys who made one hell of a first week impression. They'll also take a first look ahead to week two and call out a few man-on-man matchups, the winners of which may just determine who takes a dub and who takes an L. Plus, Mikey M.'s interview with Niners D-lineman Eric Armstead about what makes Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, so special, and about this so-called Super Bowl or bust campaign for San Francisco. And we'll hear Yammer's interview with Rams safety Jordan Fuller about upsetting the Seahawks in Seattle last Sunday and what it's going to take to do the same this Sunday at home against Eric Armstead's Niners. 
But first, the real Mike Rob and the next topic is inevitability. Because we overcorrectors and overassumers like myself look at what we think we know from last season. We mash it up with what we think we learned from 60 minutes of week one performances from NFL teams this season. And it appears inevitable that the Eagles and the Niners will face off for the NFC title again this season. I'm not saying Michael Robinson agrees because he's a player who knows that you are what your record says you are at the end of the season, not at the beginning. Michael, who is the team to beat in the NFC? Is it the Eagles? Is it the Niners? Or am I leaving someone out? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I feel a two-part answer coming. I, no, it is a tough one. Uh, I'm going to say it's still the Eagles. It is still the I, Eagles. I'm really going to say it's still the Eagles. And I know my, my former team, the San Francisco 49ers, they look strong. Brock Purdy, damn near unbeatable in the regular season. Yes. Kyle Shanahan, that offense, I mean, it's legit. It's very quarterback friendly. All the skill position guys are put in a position to succeed in the regular season. There's a reason why this organization, they messed up, but they tried to go get a different type of a quarterback like a Trey Lance. It's the skill set they're looking for. And now I think Brock Purdy actually surprised them. I don't think that they knew that he was going to be, you know, his footwork's going to be like this, his uh, ability to process defenses fast and all of those things. I don't think they, they knew when they were drafting him that he was going to be like this. So, yeah, he's a great starter right now. But I, I just think that when you get to the playoffs, when people know your offense, they got a whole season of it, when they know exactly what you're going to do and – you got to have a guy rise above the X's and O's. You got to have a catalyst at the quarterback position that the other team is, is scared of. And I'm just not so sure right now that Brock Purdy has elevated himself to that. And again, I can make an argument that if Sam Darnold gets those reps, he may be better. You wouldn't be surprised to see Sam Darnold start a game or more for the Niners this season. No, I wouldn't. And again, I don't want to sound like a Brock Purdy hater because I'm not. No, I think you're not. the kid's really, really good, but there's a reason he went where he went, and there's a reason Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are continuing to look for a certain type of quarterback because, for real, to me, Brock Purdy is Jimmy Garoppolo just a little bit more mobile. It's very interesting, and, and I buy that comparison. I think you may buy this comparison. Who's the mm -hmm. best play caller in the NFL right now? Is it Andy Reid? Yeah, probably. Andy Reid has the reigning MVP, the reigning Super Bowl MVP on his team. Young man by the name of Patrick Mahomes. Listener, I think you've heard of him. Where's number 15? Curly hair, squeaky <laughs> voice. You know the kid. Andy Reid is the best play caller in the NFL right now. I think most people would agree. And to Michael's point, you have to be better than your coach outside the X's and O's. Even a guy as good, headed for a Hall of Fame, gold jacket like Andy Reid is, there are moments in games that matter that Patrick Mahomes has to be even better than his coach. And we have seen time and time again Patrick Mahomes being even better than his coach, being able to make a play happen when a play breaks down. The play that Andy Reid so perfectly designed, Patrick Mahomes has to make something of nothing in moments like that. We cannot say that we know that Brock Purdy is capable of that, and that's precisely what you're saying, and I think it's a fair point. And again, just look at the Super Bowl matchup last year. Yes. Kansas City, Philadelphia. Yes, one of the great games we've seen in a long time. Philadelphia had the superior roster. I think they, they had the MVP on yeah, their team, too. I mean, honestly, Number yeah. one, baby. But they won because the player elevated everybody in Patrick Mahomes. The entire team was elevated because of that guy. That's the difference. 
Okay, Michael, next question. Of the three NFC teams that made the playoffs last season and lost in week one, Vikings, Seahawks, and Giants, who's still got hope and who's a nope for this season in your estimation? Let's start with the Giants. Hope or nope? <laughs> it's, week, it's week two. It's tough to say nope to anything, but I'm going to say nope for this one. I just... I'm not a huge believer in Daniel Jones in the long haul. I think, yeah, you can game plan and win a game or two and whatever, but at some point, this guy's going to have to will this team to a win completely off his arm or or his physical abilities, and I just don't know if he possesses the ability to do that consistently. I think, too, if you look at the landscape, if you consider seven teams making the playoffs from each conference, and if you look at teams that you expect to win their division— the Niners, maybe the Eagles, Mm -hmm. maybe the Saints, if you believe in the Saints in the NFC South, and uh, who am I leaving out? Maybe the Detroit Lions or the Minnesota Vikings in the NFC North. Well, you have some very good teams vying for that five, six, and seven spot, like the Dallas Cowboys, like Mm -hmm. the Seattle Seahawks, if they can get out of their own way, like the Atlanta Falcons, who suddenly look like a very, very difficult out. And that leaves teams like the Giants maybe on the outside looking in. So I don't think you're being too harsh. I think you're being... I think you're being analytical. And yes, is it too early to ask Michael these questions? Is it unfair of me to <laughs> do it? We do. Yes, it is. Let's talk about the Seahawks. Hope or nope for your Seahawks? I'm going to say hope. Um, I think the roster is um, upgraded from last year. The issue with this team, it was last year and it has been in week one, is defensively run gaps and making sure that they're just in the right place. And at the end of the day, um, it's tough because Clint Hurt, who, who is a great defensive coordinator, he's a front seven guy, right? He's a former D lineman, and they see the game a certain way. Pete Carroll's a defensive back guy. He sees the game another way. Interesting. And so there's this combination going on that they're still trying to kind of figure out their groove. And I think at some point they're going to figure it out. And um, Gino, he's he's the general of this offense. They got a running game, they got an offensive line, and they got three wide receivers that can compete with anybody in the National Football League. So I think I think I think hope for them. The last of the three NFC teams to make the playoffs last season and lose this season, week one, the Minnesota Vikings. Hope or nope? I'm gonna say hope. Uh, I love Justin Jefferson. I've <laughs> Netflix has made me a, a fan of um, Kirk Cousins again, all over again. I love everything <laughs> Look, about him. Look, you were due. Now. You were due. Yeah, I know. I know, man. Cause well, I, maybe he was due. He was due to get some love <laughs> from you because I, I show him a hard time. There is all something the time, interesting man. about that kid. It isn't is. There? Um, he's an overthinker. That's what I got out of the Netflix series. But um, at the end of the day, uh, I think they're gonna be all right. Um, they're well coached. Uh, like we got what, what Coach Flores is doing on the on the defensive side, the roster isn't as good as some of these other rosters on the NFC. But to me, they have enough experience together from the veterans that they'll, they'll get in. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with the Super Bowl champion, the real Mike Robb, and the next topic. And I think you've set it up perfectly. Let's talk about those Vikings. Let's talk about Kirk Cousins on the road to face the Eagles Thursday night football. Bit of an overthinker, which I find an interesting assessment from you on Kirk Cousins, because, of course, remember, listener, you know the knock on Kirk Cousins. He isn't good on third down. He isn't good in the red zone. He isn't good in prime time. Well, he faces a prime time game in Philadelphia, a hostile environment to face anyone in prime time. Who wins this game and how do they do it? Well, you know, I I think just right now, today, I, I think it's, it's Philly. Um, it has to be. They won last week against the Patriots. And Jalen Hurts did not play well. He seemed like he needed some more preseason work. Interesting. And I think going forward, if I know that kid, he's going to demand that he plays in the preseason every single game and get some real tick. He just seemed a little hesitant. He did seem a little hesitant. They got off to that early lead, and then they kind of hung on. Now, they hung on against a team that suddenly looks like they have a real NFL offense now. Yes, they do. You know, (laughs) in uh, the New England Patriots. So I think there's hope for the Patriots for sure. As a running back, as a former NFL running back and fullback, how hard is it for a guy like Jalen Hurts to enter a new season without somebody back there named Miles Sanders that he had such a shorthand with? I should think that's not as easy as plug and play. No, it's not that easy. Um, and then when you talk about this RPO offense that Philadelphia runs and read option, right, because they're both the same, except one, I'm passing on the extra defender, the other read option, I'm running on the extra defender. Um, it requires a lot of ball handling, the timing, Certain running backs in the shotgun, some of them cross over the midline, some of them go a little bit more vertical. I mean, it, it, there's just these little nuances uh, with the ball handling that I, I know Jalen, you know, took some getting used to with different guys. But they still got that offensive line. 
is still intact. They're still playing at a high level, still led by the center, Jason Kelsey. You still got Lane Johnson out there, and you still got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith on the outside. So, um, And Jalen Hurts can run the football. So I, I think they're going to be fine. That sounds like a winning combination. Yeah, it does. Oh, and I didn't even say anything about the defense that got every Georgia Bulldog over the last four years on that team. And Jalen Carter is a grown man. Guys, hear me this. Hear me now. Go to NFL.com, watch the version, and watch the defensive side of the football. Jalen Carter, every time he was in the game, did something. He did something. Just trust me. Steal of the draft. One of the big yeah. question marks of the draft turns into potentially the steal Absolutely. of the draft. That Eagles defense is no joke, and they have depth at every single position. Every you level. talked about that roster earlier. They may have the best roster in the NFL. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy. Thank you for joining us on this Thursday morning game day between the Vikings and the Eagles. Michael Robinson, you heard him say a moment ago that the Eagles will win it. Now it's hard to push back against it. Let's turn to a game of great interest on Sunday to be played right across the street at SoFi Stadium. The rather surprising LA Rams hosting the ever-dominant San Francisco 49ers, the largest player on which is six foot seven inch people mover and quarterback frightener Eric Armstead, who spoke earlier this week to Mike Yam, talking among other things about Brock Purdy and that whole Super Bowl or bust thing. How about a Niners team? Five sacks, two turnovers. They allowed just seven points. It took 29 minutes for the Steelers to get that first down. More succinctly, it was the worst home loss in the Mike Tomlin era. A big reason why this man, a three-time Walton Payton nominee, Eric Armstead, is with us. All right, man, I'm watching this game. I'm seeing Kenny Pickett under duress. Pocket keeps collapsing. What's it like when you guys go to the sideline? These guys aren't getting a first down, and you guys on defense are just doing whatever you want. <laughs> uh, you know, I've been in that situation a little bit. We've had some great defenses throughout the years here. And, uh, you know, our message is to, you know, keep their keep our foot on their neck and, you know, keep applying pressure, keep creating havoc and, you know, making it a long day on them. That's our mindset. Uh, it has been for a long time and, and that's not going to change. That's been our mindset and that's not going to change. Um, you know, three and out. After three and out, um, you know, we we're playing good defense and um, our, you know, our mindset is to keep going, um, keep smothering them. Don't let them get nothing, be steady, um, you know, protect every blade of glass out there. Well, you were smiling when we saw Christian McCaffrey get into that end zone and Brandon and I, you smiling, but Brock Purdy, how do you explain the success in a short period of time that he has been able to put together in a Niners uniform? Purdy was doing Purdy things, you know? Um, <laughs> You know, Brock is is an amazing player. Uh, as you can see, you know, when he goes out on the field, he's efficient with the ball. Um, he gets the ball in the area that it needs to be. He makes quick decisions. Um, and he's surrounded by playmakers who can, you know, take it the distance. So, um, man, it's, it's been fun to, to watch Brock. Um, you know, the most impressive thing about me to him is, uh, you know, his moxie and his, and his presence. You know, I think he makes throws where – there's some defenders there, but um, he's confident enough in himself and his and uh, you know our teammates to to even if they're there to you know put the ball on the money and uh, make a play and uh, you know he uses his legs extends extends plays and you know is looking to deliver the ball down the field. So Brock is definitely a special player and uh, feels you know I've seen it out there on Sunday. Look, I think you can make an argument, and I know it's just week one, but your team is the best in the NFL based off of that performance. The roster is loaded. 
Is it going to feel like a disappointment if this team doesn't win the Super Bowl this season? Well, you know, that is always the goal. Um, but each season is, you know, a new challenge, new adversity. Um, you know, so we're going to take it week by week. You know, we started off great. Um, you know, we definitely have a sense of urgency as a team to uh, get off to a good start. You know, we talked about that a lot this offseason. So that was definitely uh, great for us to get off to a good start. But it's just week one. Um, we have a lot bigger goals. And, you know, the only way we can get to our eventual goal is to take it week by one, uh, week by week, and, and dominate um, each opponent. Well, I think every single week, uh, Niners fans will be listening to your brand new podcast, Third and Long. But why should the rest of the NFL fans out there be tracking what you're doing? Yeah, Third and Long, I came up with the title because Third and Long is where I want to be uh, in a football game, in a, in a passing situation. Uh, and it's also a place I hope uh, football fans want to be as well. You know, I'm offering a new perspective on football. Um, I'm doing, you know, the podcast immediately right after the game. So it's my my fresh perspective straight off the field, what I was seeing out there. Um, and I want to teach teach the fans the game as well, too. You know, I love this game of football. It's done so much for me. And uh, I want to share fans what, what I see in the game. And uh, hopefully they can come learn um, and become students of the game. And uh, so they can, you know, see the game of football from a new perspective and, uh, you know, have something to learn and share with your friends when you're watching the game. And uh, hopefully you can pick up on a few things um, that I'm able to teach you. Cannot wait to track down some of these episodes. Once again, all Niners fans, all NFL fans, and I'm sure there's a good group in Oregon, in Eugene, that will be tracking this uh, show as well. Hey, Eric, oh, sure. best of luck, obviously, with the podcast and also this week against the Rams. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you, Eric Armstead. Thank you, Mike, for that interview and actually for the next one with Armstead's Sunday opponent, Rams safety Jordan Fuller, whose defensive unit lost eight players in the offseason. The kind of changes that may work for Deion Sanders in Colorado, but they certainly don't work in the NFL, do they? Well, then again, maybe they do. Rams actually put <laughs> a second half shutout against those Seahawks. Jordan Fuller, the safety, he is with us right now. All right, man, before we even get you on what's about to happen this weekend against the Niners, I, can you do me a favor? I just want you to take a listen and relive one of our favorite yes. moments <laughs> from your guys' victory. All right, so I know that Aaron Donald is frightening. Just keep it real with me, man. Has Matthew Stafford in practice ever had that audible, oh, my God, oh, my God, <laughs> when Donald is bearing down on him? You know, I can't say he has, but, uh, you know, Matt, I don't think Matthew would say that, but, you know, he's protected at our practices too, so. <laughs> Which isn't bad. All right, on a serious note, this defense, I think there was a narrative that was out there. Rams, eight defensive starters from last season, not around this team. How do you explain the chemistry, which, quite frankly, I think a lot of people were like, hey, it's going to be a slow start, a rebuild year for this Rams team. How do you explain the success in week one against a really good Seattle squad? Yeah, I think it was just a lot of hard work coming to fruition. We've been working really, really hard this whole offseason. And then getting into training camp, got back together. Uh, more hard work. We was definitely competing every single day. Um, and just trying to be the best we could be and just try to try to compete to the best of our ability. And that's what we did on Sunday. Compete is something you guys definitely did, and especially you competed a bunch of tackles all over the place. Now you go up against this tough San Francisco 49er team. And again, you ain't got to give me the game plan, but, dog, how you beat them, man? What's up, man? How do you deal with this offense? 
Man, I mean, they, they have a bunch of talented players. They they run the ball really well. So I'll say first stop the run. And um, <laughs> I mean, I'm, it's, it's like any game plan. Stop the run and, you know, guard them when they're trying to throw the ball. It's it's really a simple game. But, you know, it comes down to execution and a bunch of details that we got to we got to hone in on. See, Yams, we almost got a coverage oh. right there out of him. That's why he started smiling. Huh? <laughs> I started thinking, I was like, hold on, McVay's his coach, not Belichick. I was I like, know, right? this is a real vanilla answer that Jordan's <laughs> given us at this point. Hey, but when you're on the sidelines, it was sort of crazy. I saw a stat which blew my mind. No wide receiver other than Cooper Cup last year had over 100 yards receiving. You had Puka Nakua, Tutu Atwell, both going over that century mark. What's it like to see young guys, both under the age of 23, thrive in, in early in their career? Man, I love it. I mean, judging from this offseason, going against them every single day, I, I know none of us on this team are surprised. Um, but I'm just so happy a lot of their work has come to fruition. Obviously, we have to keep doing it. It's a long season and stuff like that. But I think it was a great start. They played real confident. Um, and obviously the moment wasn't too big for for those two guys so I'm excited for this year for them yeah I think that's a nice way of Jordan saying those guys are balling in practice oh, he doesn't want yeah. to necessarily admit <laughs> it but they got it done on Sunday as well hey man continue success awesome week number one can't wait to see you guys out on the field in week number two against a, a Niners team that was certainly dominant in week one appreciate you You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Host Andrew Levy with you here. And the next topic is, well, we'll call it eyes in the back of our heads because we're about to look backwards and forwards at the very same time. Mike Yam, Michael Robinson, and David Carr are going to give some love to some standouts from week one. That's the looking backwards. And they're going to give some pub to some matchups to look out for in week two. That's the look forward. Here come both right now. I right, David. Uh, week one had a lot of things that went it on did. this week. I right, what impressed you? This guy right here, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. What do you have? 22 carries, 152 yards. He was the best player on the field. He was the best player in the league. Not since 2012 have we seen an MVP, right? 
that's not a quarterback. Okay. I'm going to make the current argument. Come on, let's go, David. it's going to be Christian McCaffrey. Yes. Look at these dots, man. He's all Look over the place. Look at that, man. Them dots can't, can't even catch that other dot. dot. Yes. It's fantastic. I love it, Christian man. McCaffrey's love a fantastic football player. He's going to be MVP this year. Well, uh, I just, I'm just glad to see a quarterback big up a running back like that. I love that. For me, it's got to be oh. Calvin Ridley. Uh, oh, first of all, fantastic. this guy has not played a game since week 7, 2021. That's 686 days. And he went out on that field, and it did not look like he missed fantastic. one day. Dude is the coverage dictator. They put him on the backside of three-by-ones, and Trevor Lawrence gets up to the line of scrimmage and say, okay, what y'all going to do to him? All right, y'all do that to him, and I can go here. This dude is one of the top receivers in the National Football League, and he's a route technician. Who else you got? I love that. Actually, so I'm going to speak for all fantasy owners right here. You had Jameer Gibbs. I had him on both my teams. And all he did was go out there with seven rushes for 42 ball. yards. Every time he touched the ball, he was electric. Like Dan Campbell, ball. Ben Johnson, what are we doing? <laughs> Get the guy on the field. Like David Montgomery, I understand. Like, that's great. You got a power back. You got a guy that's consistent. He's not going to fumble the football. But we got to get the ball to Jameer Gibbs a lot more. He's dynamic. He's going to take this Lions team places they've never been before. Bro, I actually thought he was moving at a different pace. He, he looks, looks faster than looks everybody incredible. else out there when he was running the football. I love him. I'm going to take another running back, the top running back in this year's draft, B. John Robinson. Nice and too. actually, I believe he should have got the ball more than 16 times. Thank 16 you. times, 83 scrimmage yards, and he even mm. got a touchdown. They line this dude up everywhere. He's sudden. He has short area quickness. He I runs well behind his pads. And when you throw a bubble screen or just a flare route out of the backfield, there's not many defenders that are going to bring this guy down to the ground. So, yeah, man, those are our impressive people from week one. All right, David, we got our uh, top five things we're looking for this weekend. Yes. I'm going to go first. I'm going to start off with Justin Jefferson going okay. up against um, Big Play Slay. Oh, like okay, that. Big Play Slay, one of the top shutdown cornerbacks in all of football. First yeah, of nice all, um, you talk about Justin Jefferson. Last week he had 150 yards, bro. 150 yeah. receiving yards. This guy moves all over the offense. But I didn't know this until research told me this. Week two last year, Justin Jefferson had five targets, one catch, yes. seven yards, two interceptions by big play Slay. So at the end of the day, man, I think Justin Jefferson wants some get back this week. Absolutely. And we're going to say that matchup may decide the winner of that game. What yeah, you got? exactly. I love that. I love that matchup. So for me, uh, it kind of gets lost in the sauce because of the Jets' victory. But Sauce didn't have a great game the other night. A lot of receptions went his way. And then CD, yeah, they blew him out. They blew the Giants out. But he didn't have necessarily a huge game. It was kind of over before it started. So I think this matchup is, is all about what happens in, in that matchup. Sauce Gardner, CD Lamb, that's going to be a huge, a huge interaction between those two guys. Because if the Jets are going to do anything and be able to help Zach Wilson get going against Micah Parsons in that defense, they got to slow down that offense. So that's a huge matchup for me. All right, my matchup, I'm going to go with this guy who just got his money, bro. Okay. They just got his money. He just oh, got his back. money. Chris Jones, man. And I actually think the Kansas City Chiefs realized when they looked at the tape yes. going up against Detroit uh, last week. We need week, him. Hold up, man. We need this guy in the middle of this defense. Now, I'm not going to go into his contract and all that because I don't think it was a good deal for him. But at the end of the day, this guy's worth every penny yes, he, he makes. He's the is. cover. I mean, he is the protection dictator for this front seven for the yes. Kansas City Chiefs. And then you think about DeForest Buckner last week with the Colts. They had issues with him. He had a sack and had a bunch of disruptions in the backfield. So, I think Chris Jones going to show the Jaguars why he deserves all that's, that. Money. That's a great matchup because the Jaguars are thinking, hey, we can steal some games. We exactly. can win the division. Like, Kansas City Chiefs, not so fast. Just relax. <laughs> we got Chris Jones back. That's going to be a good one. 
Dolphins Pats. Okay, oh, Mike man. McDaniel's versus Bill Belichick. This is it. This is a heavyweight bout. It's happening on the sidelines. When I watch the Miami Dolphins and Tyreek Hill, I almost think to myself, how can people cover this guy? The shifts and the motions and Tyreek's all over the field. It's incredible to watch. But if one person can slow him down. I believe it's Bill Belichick, right? Schematically, just find ways. You got Matthew Judon. Disrupt those pass protections. They've been trying to keep Tua healthy, keep him on the field. But what I know, those long red sleeves show up. <laughs> Matthew Judon can be a game wrecker. So these two guys, that chess match is going to be a lot of fun, man. All right, man. My last one, what I got right here. Oh, oh. The Baltimore Ravens still got a pass rush. You do know that, they right? Do. Who they going up against this week? The Bengals offensive line. Now, again, I thought my computer was wrong. I thought all of this was, <laughs> was wrong when I saw how many pass yards Joe Burrow and how many times he got hit last week. 82 passing yards for Joe Burrow? I'm sorry, what? 82 wow. passing yards. I think he got more change in his Levi jeans uh, than, than, than how many yards he passed for last week. So at the end of the day, man, uh, this pass rush could get one. to Joe Burrow. I want to thank today's very special guests, Eric Armstead, Jordan Fuller, Mike Yam, David Carr, and of course, the man in the chair, Michael Robinson. Thank you so much, Mike Rob, for giving us time, as you so often do. And I want to invite you, the listener, to join us on Friday. That's next time for Game Picks. Scores included, a little fantasy advice, too, for every remaining Week 2 game. That's Friday. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.